What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome. Welcome to to you. Can sip with us. us. I almost said another round. Happy almost New Year, guys. No, it, it, oh, well, yeah, Happy New Year's Eve. I was like, it is New Year, but it's New Year's Eve. Do you have New Year's Eve plans? No. You're not a chance. Watch the ball drop? I'm not home? sure. I mean, <laughs> I've been having crazy insomnia. I'm Ashley, by the way. Hey, I'm Colleen. I'm just drinking water. Very boring. Are you drinking anything exciting? I am. I'm drinking a hard cider. Oh. <sighs> Um, I still got some of those in the fridge. It's a cranberry lime hard cider. Oh, wow. And okay. it is delicious. I almost went for the hopped Marionberry. I might actually have another mm. one delivered via Chris. Yeah, Chris um, mates. As we go along. But I put it in a, you know, cold cup situation. So it's yeah. nice and chilly and delicious. Great. It's really, really good. I good. almost made, and the night is young, so I could um, still do this. I still have time. Eggnog and bourbon. Wow. Yeah. Do you like eggnog? No. Yeah. People are either all in on it or all out. And you got to really love it because it's a big, big ticket item. It's like a dessert situation. And you You love it? You're all in? I don't. I I mean, I I don't. I don't say I'm like fanatical about it, but it feels holiday-y. Feels right to drink it this time of year, and yeah. it does. Ta- it tastes good to me. I like, do a, like I it. feel like I could get down with eggnog and bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, because then it's kind of it like it takes a, the edge off the sweetness or something. Like, what's that white white Russian? Do you like oh, those? Yeah, I love those. Yeah, milky whiskey mm-hmm. type vibe. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. like it. You'd like it with yeah. the burb. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd like it with the burb. Anyway, um, I've been dealing with insomnia, so I may uh, stay up and see the ball drop. John has been going to bed at, you know, 10 a.m., 10, 10 a.m., 10 p.m. 10 a.m., so wow. I have no idea what will happen. I just don't know. You know, I'll yeah. let the night lead me. I you, always are you getting make insomnia? it a point oh. to stay up. Like every year I've made yeah. it a point to stay up. But, you know, pregnancy is just like all bets are off. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What were you going to ask? Are you getting insomnia every night? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, how late are you up usually? Like 2 a.m. or 2.30. Yeah. Now, are you a toss and turner in bed or do you get out of bed and do things? Mostly toss and turn if it's real bad. Like, cause there's also been times where I'll go to bed at two, but then I wake up at four to pee. Are you, I'm on, I'm averaging about six times a night to pee. So sometimes I'll wake, usually it's no problem. I go back to bed, but sometimes I'll wake up and I'll have gone to bed at two and then I wake up at four to pee and then I'm up. So when that happens, then I, if I'm like yeah. wide awake, then I'll get out of bed and I'll like watch TV or something. But I do look on my phone. I'll like watch, you know, stories on silent or I'll lately it's been great because I'll just go shopping. I don't buy much, but I just window shop. I started following all these fashion bloggers on Instagram and they always put, they post links like every day. So I go and I haven't been buying anything also because a lot of it is clothes. And I'm like, I don't know what like, I don't want to yeah. buy stuff right now and I don't want to buy stuff for the future. So, yeah, but I've been doing a lot of shopping like that or whatever or candy crushing. I mean, your husband told me that tip a couple <laughs> couple weeks ago and yeah. I don't know I whether I love him or hate him for it. You know, it's kind of like yeah. I'm grateful, but also just 
wasting away my life. There, you know, you're not alone with that. That episode, there was a solid afterburner. Like, we still get messages occasionally that are like, thanks for nothing, Chris. Like, now I'm... Oh, really? Like, yeah. everyone's lives are ruined now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a significant yeah. trail How of destruction. How does he have control over it? I mean, this is a tip he's known for a long time. Yeah. And it sounds like he's still able to function as a human. Yeah. I am not sure. Ever since I've known that tip, I have gone even farther down Into the, the deep end. Into, off the deep end of yeah. no productivity, you know? He crushes a lot of candy. He does? Yeah. 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 He's a functional addict, but yeah. an addict nonetheless. Does it bother you? Like when he's on his own crushing candy or anything? No, because I think we all have our vices. Right. You know, the mm-hmm. only thing, and it doesn't bother me because he's doing a good job of it, but I don't want us to be on our phones around Ben a lot. Like, yes. You know, like I'm fine with screen time. That doesn't bother me, but I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't want us him to seeing. be checked out for him. I like, do that for John too. Even now yeah. where I'm like, Rebby's looking at you. And if you're just looking at, cause I read something like kids, they learn so much before we even know, but they will start to learn that the phone's more important than them. Yeah. I don't want so, that to happen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the phone is like, I sometimes just put it in a drawer when I'm around him so that it's yeah. not even like distraction. Yeah. Cause I just don't want it to be another family member to him, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And it actually is good for me too, because a lot of times it's like, because I like my phone. I have the things that I check that I love the technology. I love staying connected to people. But also sometimes I recognize when it's like, I'm checking something I don't need to check. Like I'm checking email, but I just checked email. I just checked it. What kind of hit am I trying to get here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was actually just talking, we go to, um, like a counselor dude and um, I was just talking to him about this where, you know, it's just that constant push. He's like, I deal with it, too. He's like, this is the problem of our century. And he's like, is it, yeah, it's wonderful. You got to have it. It's great. But then also you have to be aware of the power and like when yeah. you know, be intentional and thoughtful still, especially when it comes to kids, which is a hard, yeah, hard line to draw, but important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your guys's plan for the new year? We're going to the beach. With our friends Annie and Mark and their little boy Walker. He's cute. Mm -hmm. Just the four of you. Well, the six of you. Just us. Yep. It'll be super fun. fun. I'm excited. We're going to bring a whole bunch of food. We did New Year's together last year as well. And uh, it's kind of become somewhat of a tradition, but we're doing fondue on New Year's Eve. Oh, and great. just going to bring a ton of food and hunker down and play a lot of games. And mm. this year's going to be special because the kids are going to be there and um, yes. they'll have kind of some built-in entertainment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, not that, you know, they do a whole lot right now, but they'll still be able to do a whole lot of nothing together. Yeah. You know? That's so, so cool. Yeah. I'm excited. So cool and to have a been, couple that like yeah. you love that like the the husbands get along so well, the wives get along so well, and then to have them be at the exact same life stage with the baby and everything, it's like just what a dream. That's so fun. Yeah. And they're like a great, easy mm-hmm. couple to be around. It's just like easy. Yeah. Easy street. You know, it's just like very so entertaining. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a good time. Good. And we haven't gotten away. Like Chris and I haven't really done anything for several months. 
um, because we, you know, we moved in. I guess we went to Montana for the wedding. But that was September. So that was was, a few months ago. Yeah, months ago. We haven't really done anything. And it's been nice, but we're also ready to do something. We're ready to get away, have a little adventure. And then to be able to come back home. Mm-hmm. You know, and the beach isn't like a huge commitment because it's only like a couple hour drive. It's not like, you know, a cross country trip or something like that where it's like totally. it's far enough away, but it's not super difficult to get to, which is good. Yeah. Great. Yep. What did you do on New Year? Do you have any memories of like growing up? New Year's Eve stuff? I remember because we used to come every other year to Arizona. And when we came to Arizona, we'd stay up. We always stayed up till midnight. My mom was like so good at the holidays. Holidays were always so much fun. And I saw this meme that was floating around this year that said something like, when I was a kid, I I used to, like my favorite day was the magic of Christmas morning. Or I thought like Christmas morning was the best thing ever. Turns out being adult with kids is the best thing ever. Like watching yeah. them experience the magic, something like that. So it was like the ho- all the holidays were so good. And even like just every reason to celebrate. So we would always stay up till midnight and do, you know sparklers fireworks and things i remember one new year's eve it was with all my cousins down in arizona and we were banging pots and pans in the neighborhood um with like my grandparents and stuff so you know that was fun but there wasn't like traditions pots and pans and walked around banging them yes thing i've never i never knew that really yeah banging pots and pans i think that might have been oh i feel like i was younger than this i was gonna say maybe it was 2000 Wait, like a lot of people do this? This is like a Yeah, banging pots and pans. I don't know. I thought it was. (laughs) Really? Like what time of day? Like Like at New Year's at midnight. You walk around the neighborhood at midnight. Yes. We don't walk around the neighborhood. You just run around like this. We just ran around in the front like banging pots and pans, you know, I don't know, three minutes or something. Yes. That sounds like such a rush. What the heck? I can't believe you don't know about this. I've never even heard of this. Well, now I have to Google to see if it's insane. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's not. I just People. never did it growing up, so I never knew it was a thing. Dang pots and pans at New Year's. Let me see if this is a thing. Oh, see? Why do we bang pots and pans on New Year's? The origin wow. of New Year's Eve tradition. Yeah. Banging pots and pans and yelling Happy New Year out, out the door. So comes from an old superstition. Yeah. I always, always wanted to stay up late, watch the ball drop with my parents. Some years I would be a la la When I did get to make it to midnight, my parents handed me a pot and a wooden spoon. We'd go outside and run around the house, banging on our pots and pans with our spatulas and wooden spoons, hollering like crazy people. Okay. It says something about superstitions. People would make noises with their pots and pans to ward away evil spirits. So that's that. Wow. And neighbors don't get just like pissed. Well, it's midnight and it's their fucking problem if they get mad because it's New Year's Eve. You're not doing it all night. Mm. I mean, if they're sleeping on New Year's <laughs> Eve, they're a problem, man. Like, do you get pissed yeah. when you hear fireworks? Like, if you go to bed at 10 p.m. on the 4th of July, do you get pissed if people are lighting off fireworks? No, because you're like, I'm in bed on the 4th of July. People are out celebrating. This is a good point. This is just a new concept. You know? This whole banging pots and pans. And I think I'm, I'm really on board I'm with just, it. Yeah, no, for questions. sure you would be on board with it. Yeah. Like I know. But I'm just saying if anyone here is listening and they're like, what? I would be pissed. Well, then you are a Scrooge and you need to lighten up. You know, it's New Year's. You're sleeping on the New Year and people are celebrating it. All right. So as a kid, 
You'd go grab pots and pans. You'd run around. A lot of yeah. snacks prepared, I'm assuming. A lot Probably. of food. I don't remember yeah. food, but I, remember like, I don't food. remember anything particular. You know, candy yeah. and shit. I'm sure it was their cookies or whatever, but I don't really remember that. Yeah. I just remember. I don't know. My mom was really into like food stuff, so I'm sure there was. I don't remember there being like a tradition where we had the same thing every year. And then at my grandparents' house, I don't remember what food there was. Yeah. But just like all the cousins, it was just fun. We'd like stay out and like put all these pillows in the living room. We all sleep in the living room together or whatever, like hang out and watch movies and wait until midnight or something. Wow. Cool. Yeah. What did you, do you have memories? Well, I, yeah, I do. I remember I used to always love it because we'd go to the store, my whole family, and we'd pick out like all the like things that we love to eat, like snacks and chips and dips. And I remembered like my favorite things growing up were yeah. cheddar. They're still like cheddar and sour cream ruffles are the best chip mm. ever invented. That's my mm-hmm. fave. We do the French onion dip. We do sourdough bread with um, spinach uh, dip, which is oh. also a favorite uh-huh. of mine. And then we'd get sparkling cider and it was mm-hmm. just fun. You know, we'd play games. We'd always play card games and yeah. it was always just us, but I would always really look forward to it, the anticipation it of the new year. This was just your family. Because yeah. I feel like you were also like did a lot of things with Lisa's family growing yeah, up. Yeah. There were some but new not- years we spent together. Like they, yeah. they would throw a party and we'd go. Um, yeah. But typically it was just at our house. Okay. And I always loved it. Okay. It just was always yeah. so fun. And you always oh. got to stay up till midnight. Always. Watch the Yeah, right. Never mm-hmm. missed a New Year's. Right. Yeah. No. And you yeah. still haven't. No. No. Ever. Ever. Yeah. No. It's great. That's why we're yeah. the same, you know? We gotta celebrate big and small. However, I, this year I'm not sure what my, my fate's gonna be. Well, even if you're just a vegetable on the couch, you know, you'll try. Yeah. You'll I tried. used to think I like maybe it would be I was thinking bucket list to go to New York and be in Times Square um, for the ball drop. Now that sounds like my worst nightmare. I would not want to do that, especially knowing my bladder. I couldn't handle it. I used to think I wanted to do that until I had a friend who did it and told me about the experience and they had these sections because there's just so many people to manage that many people right they basically throw you in these sections like wild pigs Uh and then every hour or so a certain amount of people get to move into the next like quadrant situation or like next thing and you slowly maybe get moved forward but you're just packed in there and there's no bathroom access so people people are just wearing diapers or diapers yeah yeah no, thank you. And if I don't know if I have that right, we have a lot of listeners from New York. I mean, that was just her experience. If people have a different experience or like. Well, that makes sense to me because yeah. how else do they manage that crowd? I don't know. I you know? know, and I have heard like people are just peeing on the side of the roads and stuff because wh- what do you do? You know, do and you they're out nostalgic? there for hours. Nostalgic. Yeah. About the year. Eve? Like you get sentimental. Well, I know what nostalgic means, but. Um, <laughs> Well, no, because I think I used the wrong word. I didn't mean to use nostalgic. I meant sentimental. Like, yeah, probably a little bit, but more so like today. So uh, our rant and rave this week, you guys, is going to be our rant and rave of 2019. And more so like when I think back, it's kind of like the the week leading up to it or something, a little bit more sentimental. And then a little bit like when the ball strikes with who you're with and you just kind of have this moment, you know, of like who you're around and your little family. And this year I feel really proud of my family this year. Like Mm -hmm. I love 
John and I are at a really good place. I love our dog. She's the best. Revy is awesome. And then we've got this new little guy we're bringing. Like, I feel really proud of that. So I think it'll be cool. Probably mm-hmm. like I feel, you know, good about it. Yeah. But not like overly like I don't dwell on things. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Do you? I get su- super sentimental and it's not even about reflection or anything that meaningful. There's just something about the song, you know, and the crowd oh. and the energy, even watching it on TV. There's yeah. something like maybe just so American about it. I get this yeah. way sometimes. Like the Olympics, I feel this way. But especially yeah. New Year's Eve, I just get mm-hmm. just sort of wrapped up in it and I get a little sentimental. And seeing everyone I'm, else like hugging and kissing and the f- idea of a big new beginning or just something yeah. in the air, the confetti yeah. dropping and someone playing some song. I do get a little misty eyed yeah. every year usually. I will you yeah. You said that you cry every time you hear that have yourself a Christmas, Christmas song. Yeah. So those moments kind of hit you harder, but also something that I don't really want to say out loud right now because I don't want to like call it out, but something that I think about a lot at big crowds where there's a lot of eyes on it now. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Yeah. Like I hate that we live in this time that we have to think about that. But I also would not want to be in Times Square because that seems like prime time for a terrible person to do something terrible. And Mm -hmm. it's just scary. I don't know. So, oh, my God, I I don't know why. John put on the other day. It was just the anniversary of Sandy Hook Elementary shooting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why? I can't watch this. Like, I can't. I do not know how anyone recovers from their child being shot. Nope. And these are, you know, first and second graders and there was 30 of them or something. Yeah. It's including terrible. the teacher. Like Absolutely I just, devastating. yeah, I don't know how you come back from that. And then it's mm-hmm. just so scary because these things are happening everywhere all the time and not just the big moments. When we were in Hawaii, there was someone at the Pearl Harbor Memorial that shot mm-hmm. three people or something like that. And people were asking if we were, and, and we were there, it wasn't on because we were there over the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, which is December 7th, I think. But this person did it on like the third or the fourth. But, you know, we could have been there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just is like, I hate that we have to, that this is the world that we live in right now. Yeah. And it's not even the world. It's really the U.S. Like it's really America that has a major issue with this, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, that's why I don't want to say it because tonight is the big moment. But hopefully everything is great. I mean, I, there's got to be tons of yeah. security and stuff too. At that you thing. would think I would that think. it would be really intense. Yeah. yeah. But like you think, you know, Boston Marathon, like yeah. moments that you just wouldn't think anything. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We're going to switch it up. You know what 2020 <laughs> is going to bring? Wait, but do you have a review of the week? Yeah. Do you want to do it? I just feel like we were running long on the intro. I got a review. I know of the we're week. running very long on the intro, but we can't not have a review of the week. You're right. You're right. I That was my bad. ROT I, dubs, you know. I almost ruined this entire episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might have just ruined the entire episode with that heavy bomb, but. This is, this is from, don't say that. Oh, that is oh not the God. figure of speech. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Ashley, read the fucking room, man. <laughs> wow. Not, not the right moment. That you guys, I'm so sorry that just happened. <laughs> I didn't know I did that. 
Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Wow. Forgive wow. me, Father. Let for me I tell you. Emily. <laughs> Christmas. Okay. This is from Cass. Okay, Cass. And the subject line. Okay. We're more similar than I thought. I think she was worried about us being too mm. different. Okay. But she's okay. <laughs> I followed Ashley on Instagram for almost three years now and just started listening to the podcast a few months ago. And obviously, I'm obsessed. Just listening to the Holiday Show podcast, and let me tell you, Ash's top shows are exactly mine. Vanderpump, mm. Friday Night Lights, all my all-time faves. Mm -hmm. But love The Real Housewives, Southern Charm, all them. And John watches too. I'm totally convincing my boyfriend to watch. <laughs> I can honestly say I never laugh out loud at any other podcasts, but you two have me laughing out loud every episode. Keep on doing you. Love you Aww. guys. Love you, Cass. We love you, Cass. Thank you for Cass, leaving a review. are you Chaos Cass from Survivor? Probably not. She probably, is. probably is, yeah. Are you still watching Survivor? I just, we were like at a lull of, t speaking of the intro going long, we were at a lull of <laughs> what to watch and we had the last season of Survivor recorded and I told John I saw like an Uber fact or something in my feed about a guy got kicked off for inappropriate touching and so mm -hmm. then John was interested in watching, of course. <laughs> the drama. Uh-huh. Drama unfold. And so we started watching it and then I was hooked. And John kind of was like, mm, whatever. But I yeah. watched the whole season. And reality shows not really a like a season. show you binge necessarily, I feel like, but I did. Yeah. I it was like yeah. all had happened and then I binged it and I was really it was a very good season. And Jeff Probst yeah. is a very good host. I mean, yeah. he's you know the top notch the only thing i didn't like about this season was the classes that they had to take from rob and sandra yeah but let me tell you what classes you will like okay but before because that's a transition you guys which no. is great did you actually <laughs> not like the classes or was that I just a transition them. oh okay you really no, didn't I, like those classes i legit hated them wow. okay i just thought they were corny yeah john felt and, like the same not way. real yeah yeah. Okay, anyway, okay. but here's some great classes, Call <laughs> The new year, you guys, is going to bring a desire for all of us to explore new skills, deepen your passions, get lost in creativity. With Skillshare's online classes, you will find something that might just surprise you or inspire you. You guys, the top classes of 2019 are loaded and you can take these in 2020. Styling your space, mm -hmm. interior design, Instagram worthy photography, digital poster design. I mean, come Yeah, I want on, all of those. You guys, it's time to learn, okay? Yeah, it is time to learn. It's time to get after it. Increase your brain capacity, learn a new skill and do it for a super affordable because guess what? Skillshare is a proud sponsor of You Can Sip With Us, meaning you can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash sip and get two months of premium membership for free. You heard me right. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash sip. That's Skillshare.com slash zip. Yeah. Guys, make 2020 great. Be better at everything you Be do. Be better at everything you okay? do. They've got it all. Ding, ding, ding. Ash. Okay, so we'll be quick with these? Yeah, I've got one. It's like medium-sized, but okay. it's one. I have what two small. So 
Why don't you okay. sandwich me? So give me a what you need to know sandwich. So the first thing is Revy is she, you know, she's kind of just entered the the terrible two stage. Well, that's what you hear. You hear people call it terrible twos. And I don't know. I don't think I've talked about it on here. I talked about it on my stories, but let me know if I'm repeating myself. But I talked about it on my stories one time, like she's entering terrible twos and someone messaged me and they were like, it's all in the way you look at it. You can call it terrible twos or terrific twos, but like they're doing what they're supposed to. And I think I have talked about this on here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. or on, on Patreon, I can't remember. Somewhere. Yeah. But that's okay. So, sorry. Anyway, I found this book because I asked for recommendations, I think, on parenting. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I like to go for my walks and listen to personal development and nothing was resonating with me. So I asked for some books on like parenting and just life and whatever. And a few people recommended a couple things and I'm, loving. So it's not going to fully apply if you are like, I think it's, it's a little early for you to read it for Ben. This probably starts around when they're two. Um, there might be some stuff in there. I mean, she does talk about like you, the way that you should talk to your kids from infancy all the way through, but this is more for toddler age up through, you know, Mm -hmm. like probably two to six or something. But the book is by Janet Lansbury. Lansbury, L-A-N-S-B-U-R-Y. I listened to it on Audible. It's called No Bad Kids because she doesn't believe that there's bad kids. It's just them trying to express themselves. And anytime a kid acts out, it's them saying, hey, they're waving their red flag. Like, I need boundaries or I need help or I'm, I'm tired. Like, mm-hmm. and they they don't want to be like, you know, I always call, I was calling Revy like, oh, she's being a little asshole. They don't want to be assholes. It's just they are just learning things all the time. There's also a podcast she has called Unruffled. So if you don't want to purchase the book yet, you could check out Unruffled by Janet Lansbury. And I found another podcast. I think I've listened to an episode of hers before. Someone sent me one about like raising boys or something. Yeah. Because this sounds very familiar and I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. She's really good. There's another one called Parenting Beyond Discipline that people recommended to me. So I started listening to that. And I like, I haven't, I, I haven't listened to the podcast by Janet Lansbury yet, but Parenting Beyond Discipline, I can go specifically for like when we were thinking about taking Rev's Binky away. I went to, I listened to two different podcasts and she's, the titles are exactly what the issue is that she's addressing and people are writing. It's kind of like our two sips, but they're writing in their questions. And so Mm. then I can go directly for what I'm after, but it has helped me so much in learning to communicate with Rev and what she needs from me as a parent. Um, John and I are kind of listening to it together when we're in the car and stuff. So it's been a really helpful book. If any of you guys, and if you're not interested in the book yet, check out these podcasts. Those are free. But it's been really, really helpful because I do feel like toddlers speak a different language. And this is a way for us to kind of speak their same language. So has Rev been responding to your strategies well? Well, I'm still kind of practicing. I don't feel like I'm great at it. But she said like one of the things that she says is you should treat a kid the way that you treat an adult. So she doesn't believe in like timeout. She doesn't believe in using timers. She whatever she said, like you should talk to them as if in first person. So you shouldn't say mommy doesn't like when you do that, or mommy doesn't want Revy to hit. You would say instead, I don't want you to hit me or something like that. So you're communicating with them in a way that they 
like that it makes sense to them, but you're not belittling them. So that has been something I've been really practicing. What I need more practice with is my patience. Like the other day, Revy took this cup in her bath and she threw it out of the bathtub. And I was like, Revy, I do not want you to throw your water in the out of the bathtub. Keep your water in the tub. And then she looked at me and she did it again, right? She's boundary testing. And I was like, okay, well, bath time's done. Pick her up. And like, I got so frustrated. And so I need to work on my patient. And I knew in that moment, like, this is not what she needs right now. She, but I don't know the right answer. Like, I didn't know. I was like trying to think back to the book. Like, what did she say I do now when they repeat the action? So I listened to the book and then I restarted it again. I'm listening again and I need John to listen to it so that we can like, I don't know. It just feels like it's something you need to practice a lot for it to be natural in your brain. Cause you're not used to communicating with someone who doesn't know how to communicate, who has no boundaries, you know? So, and so that you guys are, yeah, being like addressing things in a consistent way together. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So, but I am excited about that. It, I understand her better. Now I just need Mm -hmm. to execute, you know? So, yeah, I feel like it's been really helpful in that way and it's going to be really helpful. It's just going to take practice. Yeah. Hard to treat someone like it, like you said, like, you know, treat them like an adult, mm-hmm. right? But then a, an adult probably wouldn't like right. dump D- water out twice looking at you in the eye. So that's the conflict, right? Mm-hmm. Is you've got to remember, okay, how? Right. <laughs> if this, yeah. You know, because the actions. Well, and you really simplify you've it. Got, yeah. So she'll be like, you know, if they're screaming and throwing a tantrum, you can say, you know, I, I understand that you're frustrated that I'm not letting you hit me right now, but I will not allow you to hit me. And then you like move them. But in the moment, if your kid is hitting you, you're like, I do not want you to hit me. And then they keep hitting. Then you're like, look, I asked you not to hit me. Now you're going to go over here or whatever. Like it's hard to just maintain that level head. Yeah. And because, yeah, an adult, if they hit you, you have other things that you can do. Like you can walk away or you can file a police report or you can, you know, like there's yeah. things that you can do or right. you can hit them back and get in a fight. And like, I don't know. <laughs> you file a police yeah. report on Rev. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Yeah. This is a water spiller. <laughs> just, she's, she's right. She's rioting all over the house. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Obviously <laughs> this is an issue. Mm-hmm. She's a ticket. Yeah, I'd like to press charges. Well, I feel like we should do follow up on this one. I will. I feel like a lot. This is good. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people can relate. And even though Ben is not a toddler, I'm fascinated by this. Yes. And just. Well, and wow. I mean, she does talk about how like he he's not a toddler yet where he's not like doing he's not pushing your boundaries yet, but he is learning from you all the time and like learning how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, with the phone thing, like he's picking up on those little things all the time. So I think it is helpful. And I'll try to like, as I'm, it's the problem is I'm out. I listen to it when I'm walking. So I don't like write notes, yeah. but I will try to come maybe with some of my like top 10 takeaways or something that you guys yeah. can, you know, here's some tips or something. I don't know. Well, and as it's becoming consistent for yes. you and as it's becoming part of your DNA, the things that are working and seem to be, you know, I think that stuff yes. would be good. Like the stuff that you've really put into practice mm-hmm. and it's been a thing. Yes. Okay. My what you need to know, we are almost to the season of the Oscars, you guys. And I thought you were going to say Bachelor um, and have... I'm so glad you didn't, but okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's coming up too. Coming. <laughs> but I'm much more excited about and, the Oscars. And you know what? You don't have to watch The Bachelor. It's okay. I'm not going to. I didn't expect you to. It's just <laughs> that we're on the same page. 
Same thing. Okay. So I like Oscars. the air on that. Um, <laughs> Perfect. We're almost to the Oscars, you guys. And there's a lot of movies in the hunt this year. And I thought I would give you the rundown of what yes, you need yes, to yes, know yes. about movies that you should go see right now or that should be on your radar. And then also some people that are in the hunt for top performances, because I think it's kind of fun, even if a movie is subpar, to see like a really great performance from someone who's probably going to be nominated. There are a lot of really good movies that are out right now or that can be streamed. So I've seen a couple of these. I'm going to run through them quick because I haven't seen a lot of these, but this is my list that I'm committed to watching. And as I watch these, I will let you guys know the ones that were really, really, really good. And if you've seen any of these and have strong reactions about ones that I should prioritize, please let me know. But I'm Mm -hmm. dedicated to watching all of these before the actual Oscars. Okay. There's a movie called The Farewell. And again, I'm going to run through these quick. That movie is in the Oscar hunt. The Irishman, I've talked about this before, has like Robert De Niro in it. He is nominated, not nominated, but in the hunt for sure for best actor. There's a lot of guys in the hunt for that one. But The Irishman, that's on Netflix. Joker, I did not have a desire to see this movie, but it got a lot of buzz. You saw this movie. It was just okay, I heard. But Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix, he is also, his name's being thrown yeah. out there for best actor. Mm-hmm. The Oscars tend to like performers or actors and actresses that have like big transformations. Mm -hmm. And I think because the Joker is like a big transformation character and he did it really well, I can see why his name is being thrown out there. And I'm not going to watch. I might watch the Joker. I might not. I Just for his performance, I might. But I don't really. That movie did not appeal to me. It will be hard to watch for you probably, I think. Yeah. Knives, Knives Out? Isn't mm. it's out right now? I really want to see this. Getting a ton of buzz, a ton of I guess well buzz for Oscars. Little Women just came out. This one I did not really care about seeing until today when I was doing recon for this. One of the headlines I saw was that this was a near perfect movie. I saw a ton of buzz on Twitter about it that it is supposed to just be incredible. The story, the performers, Meryl Streep is in this. So is, oh, I didn't write her name down. Yes, I did. Sorosi, Saros Ronan. Um, she's in it as well. She got a lot of buzz for Lady Bird a couple of years ago, mm. but it's a, a really loaded cast, supposed to be amazing. Marriage Story. I want to watch this like tonight, I think, after this podcast or maybe tomorrow. It has Scarlett Johansson in it, it is oh. on Netflix really high Rotten Tomatoes score. That's getting a lot of buzz as a movie. And for her performance, she's getting buzz for potentially Best Actress as well. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. This is Mm. a story about, well, it's kind of about Mr. Rogers, but it's more about a journalist who was transformed by having to do a story about Mr. Rogers. I did see this one. It was awesome. It was really, really good. Tom Hanks was incredible in it. That movie's getting a lot of buzz. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, this one, really loaded cast. Brad Pitt's in this one. And who else? Well, anyway, I uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, Was Leo DiCaprio in this one, too? Oh, wow. A lot of big wigs. Margot Robbie, who was Mm -hmm. in Tanya Harding movie, who did Mm -hmm. really, really great. She's in a couple of really good movies this year. 
the movie Parasite's getting a lot of buzz. And then these two are also out right now, I believe, still in theaters. Ford versus Ferrari. That one's been oh. out for a while. And Dark Waters, which I've heard is really, really good. A movie that doesn't seem to be getting a lot of buzz for the Oscar, but a performer, Renee Zellweger, playing Judy Garland. She's like, I guess, one of the most buzzed about for Best Actress. I already mentioned Scarlett Soros, um, Charlize Theron, Theron in Bombshell. I guess the Best Actor category is supposed to be Wild, Leo DiCaprio, Joaquin, Robert De Niro. Anyway, there's uh, that's my list of movies that I'm going to watch. I will report back, you guys. Mm. But we are in full-blown Oscar hunt heading into 2020 and in January. So I wrote okay. all of them down. But the first one, was that The Loyalist? Is that what that was? The Farewell. The Farewell. Okay. And then I got the rest. Yep. Okay. Great. Now me? Yeah. You're, okay. You're back on. My last thing is a, just a quickie. I discovered this person on Instagram. It's called ja- She. She is called Jasmine Ray Hare, I think. Jazz, yes. J-A-S-M-I-N-E-R-A-E-H-A, you know, Hairco. Jasmine Ray Hairco. And people, like, a bunch of people sent me her and said, like, oh, my gosh, she's so funny. You'll love her. I don't love her. She's kind of annoying to me. (laughs) But she has a ton of hair tips on her highlights, on growing out your hair, taking care of your scalp, what to do. Like, how you know how often should should you wash how do you hair train so i am now up i've been hair training for a month or something i'm now up to about two weeks like i can go two weeks without washing my hair and it doesn't get greasy hair training yeah it's called hair training she talks about different products you can use how she styles it what's really important like how often you should brush what products are good just everything i mean she has like a hundred highlights on here so you kind of got to sift through them all but i have been using her thing. And I can't say how much is like related to pregnancy and my prenatals and how much is related to her, but I definitely have noticed a difference in my oil production in my hair. Ooh. So big fan of that. Yeah. She talks about beach hair, washing, top knot, ponytails, how you should sleep, pre and post shower. Um, I'm looking through them now. You know, there's just like, oh, if yeah, your hair is thinning. Postpartum. Yes. Postpartum. I've been yeah, losing so much so. hair. Mm-hmm. So you can check her out. Now, you guys might like her and think she's really funny, but she's not my sense of humor. When people are like not, they don't have sarcasm, then it's not funny to me. You know, yeah, like I, hear you. I need there to be an edge to the humor. And so she's very nice and whatever, but I want some edge. Give me some grit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but check mm-hmm. her out because she does have really good tips and she is very nice. I've messaged with her a little bit, but oh, very cool. Anyway, that's it. All right. If you want edge as well, in your style, okay? Or anything. Anything in your life. We I got mean, you. In your style. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is you can choose Edge, you can choose anything because with this new subscription service we found, Wantable, they help you build the wardrobe that you want. Now, they have two different options, and I chose the fitness edit. You chose the everyday, right? I sure did. So uh-huh. it just kind of depends because I don't, sometimes I'm looking for new brands. I can be sort of a brand loyalist, but I like to try new workout wear. And so you go online, you take this quiz about what kind of things you like, how much you generally spend. It's a subscription box. So then, you know, they style this for you, send you out 
your box of hand-picked personalized options. There is a $20 styling fee, but it's credited towards any item that you keep in your edit. And they also send you a prepaid return label. So anything that you don't want, you just pop it right in that bag and send it back. Um, I got some really, really cute fitness pieces. Did you get some good I stuff that you like in your... did. Yeah. I got yeah. some really nice jeans, a really cute sweater that I love. I, I love this like everyday trendy kind of new camo top that I got. Anyway, cool stuff. And they let you choose how often you want to receive the boxes so you can refresh your looks monthly, seasonally, or place an individual, they call it edits, right? So place an individual edit at any time and shipping returns and exchanges are all free. So we are on board with Wantable. You can get your best edit ever using Wantable's exclusive stream technology that allows you to request or decline items. Or so you can look online before, right? Or you can trust your stylist to send you a box full of pieces that you love. And they've taken the challenge out of finding the right clothes for us to wear. Me and my workouts call in her workwear and your everyday and they can help you too if you go to wantable.com slash sip for $25 off your first edit. That's wantable.com slash sip for $25 off your first edit. Wantable.com slash sip. It was really good you took that one because I they sent us like two different attachments. <laughs> I was like yeah. on the other one, which is all these different like options. And I was all turned around and I thought you were winging that whole thing. Lost. I was like, wow, you are oh, like, until you're you really pulled it up. Good at this. She's really good. You know? And then I yeah. then I pulled the yeah. right dock. Yeah. And uh then you then I was a deer in headlights yeah. there. Great good. job. Yeah, I did notice you were a little deer-like at first. <laughs> hey, let's transition thought, to this ad, oh. and I'm not going to say a thing. Okay, here we go. I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me help just, bail her out here. You know, I was white-knuckled, just looking, in, looking at you, looking at me. Yeah. Well, I couldn't tell if it was deer in the headlights or you really wanted to go with the edge <laughs> thing because you like started with that edge thing. And then I was like, I mean, it could be edgy. It could be what, you know, whatever. And you were like kind of lost. And I was like, well, if we really want to ride down that rail, you know... <laughs> I wasn't really sure, but I just decided to take control Thank of the wheel. Thank you. Man, you saved the All day. Right. Should we get into some hot topics? topics. We haven't yeah. done hot topics okay. in a while. In a while. Do you have any? I have a few. I've got one very pressing okay. that was going to be my rant and rave this week until we decided that we were going to do the year in review thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't going to be my rant and rave. It was going to be my rant, and it was going to be a rant on myself. Ooh. And the rant is my my loyalty. What? Because Bieber, yeah, Bieber is coming out with a new album, yeah. a new docu series. He's going on tour. I saw he just posted a bunch of him singing Christmas music on his feed, and I don't give him a like, like I don't follow him, yeah. but he, I think E News or something posted one of them, and then I went and I watched. He had like four videos. I'm like, fuck. He's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish he sucked. It's easy yeah. for me to not like Katy Perry because she's not... Her songs have been well, not good. Even now. Yeah. Like, now, even though she's friends with Taylor, I'm still not about Katy because her music sucks. Like, yeah. I don't care about her music at all. Like, swish, swish. It what? hasn't been good this for a long time. This is a waste time. of my life. Yeah. Bieber Jam. is so good. Yep. And I want to not like him. I want him to suck. And I just don't see how I'm not going to be able to listen to this album. No, I won't pay tickets. I won't pay money to go see him tour. We can't. 
but I will probably stream the shit you know, out of everything he I'll, drops. Yeah, I'll be listening yeah. to the crap out of this. And and it's just because I I mean it's not because I don't love Taylor. I still have Tay's back. And my loyalty is definitely in question here. But I know. he's too damn good. I feel the same way. I feel the same <sighs> way. And yeah, so new album, two are coming out, docu-series, and a new single that's going to be coming out soon. And a new single. Yes. And it's going to be a jam. It's going to be a jam. He's in a I mean, really high point in his career. And he's always been big. He? Yeah, but like all his stuff, Why? Like, I just in terms of results, like, so feel like any song oh. that he drops, even being a guest singer, like he's on that Dan and Shay song or something. 10,000 hours. Yeah. And just, I think it's because that song's fine, but with Justin hours. Bieber on it, it's been in the top 10 songs for yeah. months now, weeks, several yeah. weeks. Anyway, this guy, he and can't his voice lose is just on the charts. so good. Yeah. I love his voice so it's one of my favorite voices I think it's a lot of people's because it's like just, he's very yeah. annoying to me as a human uh-huh. but as a performer and an artist ugh, I'm like so mad at myself but I just can't help it he's very talented and he's got a great yeah. team of writers and song choices because the choices that he makes are winning and he's not mm-hmm. flooding the market you know I think Cardi B even though she's had a yeah. really you know, good several years. She's done too many songs. I think oh, and God. you can get Cardi beat out. I think people mm-hmm. can get fatigued if people do too much. And he's mm-hmm. been able to stay really relevant and uh, le- always leave us wanting something more and then giving us more. It's going to be yeah. good. It's, it's going to be like, good. He's one where if one of his songs come on and I like pull into a parking space and I'm you know, supposed to get out of my car and go in. I wait till the song's over. Yeah. It's very, very few people that I do that for. Yeah. Like I usually Taylor will just turn off and the engine and, you know, yes. That's a difficult... And they're enemies. And yeah. so it sucks. Yeah. 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 I'll even turn off my car on Beyonce. Wow. But I will not turn it off wow, on Taylor wow, or Beats. Wow, 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 I know. I know. What is wrong with me, Colleen? I'm glad you confessed your yeah. sins to me because I feel I know better. It's hard. You know, because yeah. I've struggled with this as well. And I feel a it's little bit hard. better knowing that I'm not alone. Thank yeah. you for that. Mm-hmm. What else do we need to talk about? So when he dropped that info, he was trending like crazy. On the same day, another artist was trending because of pictures that she posted of herself, Adele. Did you hear about this? Uh well, I don't know if I heard. I saw the photos and I did not recognize her. And I had to go to her page and be like, who is this? Yeah. E! News posted the picture that she posted. Or I think it was E! News. And I was like, that's not Adele. And then I went and sure enough, she had posted it. And I was like, what? Yeah. So these pictures like went viral because she looks very different. Like she's lost weight. She's like a lot of weight. A lot of weight. Like. But then there was like a counter reaction to this. And rightfully so, I believe. But Jamila, our, our girl. Uh-huh. She like tore into people. She's like, the fact that this is trending because she looks different. Like Adele's always been a bombshell. Like or people who mm-hmm. were basically saying like, look at her beauty transformation, kind of spinning it that way. A lot of people were like, hold up, Adele's always been a bombshell. Been. She's mm-hmm. also a lot more than this. Is like to your point. I can't remember when you talked about this. There was a post you did about like Revy's adorable, and it's the least interesting thing about yeah. her. Adele's image, like physically, is the least interesting thing least about interesting. her. Mm-hmm. You know, like talk about like one of the most talented singers of our time. So yeah. this was an interesting and I think very good 
moment of backlash on like traditional tabloid headlines. And people always tout weight loss as like, it's this great thing. Like, oh my God, look at Adele. It's like, she also just got divorced. What if she's the most unhealthy she's ever been? Yeah. You know, what if she can't eat? She's so distraught. We don't know why, but people count weight loss as like, oh my gosh, look at how great that is. And that is so for so many people, not weight loss doesn't come as a result of them getting healthier. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially if it's drastic weight loss, like, I don't know. It's just, hopefully she's doing okay. Like I saw that and I didn't recognize her and I thought, hopefully yeah. she's doing okay. Yeah. You know, hopefully this was intentional. It's what she wanted. She's feeling happy and it's not because she's been so depressed yeah. because I can't imagine how difficult divorce would be. But that's the thing is like, people don't take those things into account. They just think about how somebody looks and it's BS. It's mm-hmm. terrible, you know, but she hasn't said anything about it. Right? No, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. But anyway, Brad and Jen. What? Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston. We talked about this like a while ago when Mm -hmm. Jen, when he came to her like birthday Birthday party party. or something, Uh she hosted a big Christmas party and he was apparently one of the first to come and last to leave. Mm. So they're either really friendly exes with a lot of mutual friends, which I could see. Yes. But the fact that this is even a warm friendship there's mm-hmm. something about them. It's like you're always, like, I think, rooting for them. I'm rooting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be something? That would be amazing. And we'd be alive to see it if Brad <laughs> and Jen got back together yeah. after all of that. I mean, you know? I think it shows how big of a person she is. Yeah. Because he embarrassed the shit out of her. I feel like yep. if I were Jen, I would have been mortified to have had my husband do what he did. You know, just totally disregard and move on. Like, I don't know. And then to just, that's all anybody talked about. Brad and Jen, Angie, Brad and Jen. And uh, so good for her. I really like Jen Aniston. Like I like her in all the interviews she does. Like she's, and then she's funny on Instagram. Like I just love her posts and. Oh, we binge, yeah, so, so we good. finished the morning show. So that's oh, a show on oh, Apple TV. You need to do a hangover on that. John asked me the other day. He's like, hey, do we need to get Apple TV? Uh, whatever it's called. Not Apple yet. Stream. You don't need to. And I was to like, yet. I don't know. Not to, you don't need to yet unless you're needing shows to watch and you're okay with just watching like B plus television right now because mm-hmm. there's nothing in there that's like, wow. But I'm okay watching B plus television. The morning show that's on there I enjoyed watching I would say that was like a C plus television show oh, really but the reason I loved it is like I was telling Chris and I were talking about this because sometimes when we watch a show or watch a movie we're like what's your rating on that and why you know yeah and we're like the the inner critic in us feels like it's a C C show mm-hmm. but it felt good to watch yeah like it was like oh let's watch the morning show I don't yeah, know what it's like some shows good. are just like mm-hmm. easy and because of that, my experience watching it was like an A, but it was because of Jennifer Aniston mm. because she was so talented in it because I'm like fixated on her. like yeah. want to be her friend. She yeah. has like a strong X factor and she delivered a really good performance in it. It was really, really, really good. And whoever styled her for the show, I was like really into it. Like the, I wanted to look, I want to be yeah. her. Yeah. And so watching it, it was, it was, she was great. She's good. She was all great. But anyway, 
keeping a close eye on that. Miley and Liam, their divorce is official. official. I don't know if there's really anything to talk about on there, mm-hmm. but she's really, he was her only redeeming quality. That's another person though, <laughs> whose voice and music I really like, but don't really like the person. Yeah. Inconsistent though. Her True. songs for me are inconsistent. Her live performances are inconsistent. They're either so yeah, good, true, or real or weird, like trying too hard vocals. to be different yeah. or something. Yeah. The Kardashians had their big annual Christmas Eve party. I went and looked at stories <laughs> on almost all of them. I went. For whatever How was it? Reason. Was it just star studded? <laughs> I was. I was there. So they had their A list so party. Obviously, I, I was in attendance. <laughs> That's how it sounded. Like, and and I that's went, just a footnote in the pod. Know, you know, that's just, just like a minor a, detail. An aside. And I went and it was everything it was cracked up to be. And all the people you'd think would be there were there. Yeah. Got a few pics. I was the first to come and the last leaf. <laughs> got last leaf. You've got a great friendship. Yeah. I just walk around with a couple Birkin bags and it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you fit right yeah. in. You guys think you know me. You have Corset. no idea. Call Kardash. The only other... Oh, my God. You should start spelling your name with a K. Call Dash. Colleen yeah. with a K. Yeah. Oh, you know? <laughs> so I know. Yeah. I did have Adele lost weight on my thing. But the only other thing I have, speaking of the Kardashians, is... I saw a thing that Kim got North a true Michael Jackson jacket for Christmas cost $65,000. Jeez. They live a different life. That seems irresponsible though to me. And I'm not like, I know we talked about, you said there was backlash when Chloe bought true a car and it was like all these people. I'm like, well, they're just jealous then. But the difference is they bought true a car that was probably a couple hundred. Right. Which is like, fine, nothing, whatever. And like, that's cute. True's driving a little. I don't understand why you would buy, what is she, six, eight, something? Or any kid, no matter how much money you have, why you would buy them a $65,000 jacket. It just feels like, I just feel like that's doing a disservice to North. Like, she's really not going to understand the value of money. I feel like any kid that there's just like given to I don't know that feels very irresponsible to do as a parent I don't care how much money you have there's got to be some level of you've got to work for things and $65,000 just doesn't make any sense I could see for them like yeah I'm gonna spend a thousand dollars on a you know getting them a Gucci purse or something okay that still feels extravagant but 65,000 is like I don't know. I just, that is, does not make sense. And I think it's the wrong thing to do. I was on Kylie Jenner's Instagram stories because I was on all Mm -hmm. their stories last night. And uh, she was showing like all, a lot of gifts that were either for her or something, but just like these diamond bracelets. And then she did this pan of probably 10 new, probably very expensive purses, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's fun. It's just like, they're on such a different planet. Like, and then that, that dollar amount on that jacket is like, wow, you feel the gulf of like, they're out of, so out of touch. It's one thing though, to buy it for yourself. Like if Kylie's buying those things for herself, it's a totally different thing to buy it for your kid. Yeah, I agree. I think it just feels like I actually, and I do really like Kim. I actually was like, you're better than this, Kim. Like, you know, that is just teaching her a bad lesson. Like. Ugh, mm-hmm. I couldn't I was like really bummed out about that when I saw that today. Like you imagine yeah. they're probably gonna have an over the top 
crazy Christmas, right? You just imagine that's because that's that's the life they live. No fault. I mean, they're they are loaded, but I do. I just think that what North learns from that is not something that you want your eight year old to learn. Like, right? There's gonna be no the world. Yeah, right. She can have whatever she wants, and money isn't a thing. And I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Anyway. Tis what it is. I bet they had a lot of fun on their Christmas morning, but you could have just as much fun too. Oh my gosh, four times a year. Fab fit fun. It doesn't get any more this fun just than like, fab fit fun. Yeah. This is my this is my freaking. This is the I whole, love fab holy fit grail. fun so much. Yeah. This one and Audible like, are my two top yeah. like two top people that we work with because I really do. I mean, you and I have been subscribers to this box for years because it is fun it's fabulous things it's fitness things it's fun things there's and it's four times a year yeah they send you this Uh box full of full-size things Mm. right products that you you love and you didn't even know you needed but you needed premium beauty lifestyle fitness home and wellness things and it's sent straight to your doorstep each season the box's value is usually between like two hundred and fifty to three hundred or something like that, and yet it feels priceless. It feels it's exactly right. It feels priceless. You couldn't put a price on that. No, uh, I just got. They had slippers in this box. The winter box you uh-huh. guys can grab right now. So they had slippers. They had some leave-in conditioner stuff. Great. I mean, I just talked about that hair girl. You know, they had some really curl. Every every quarter, I it's the box I look forward to the most. There's nothing better than coming home from anything and seeing a Fab Fit oh Fun and box, the box is so on pretty. your counter. No, and you're just like, what do my best friends have in store for me? And then exactly. you open it, and they're like, how do they know? How did they know? You I know, this? Like, ooh, I can't wait to use this. Yeah, <laughs> and then the products deliver. You know, the sizes of them are mm-hmm. great. The quality mm-hmm. of well, them full size are fabastic. You guys and they mm-hmm. even have the option to customize some of it. So that didn't used to be a thing. It is now. You can go online and you can pick. Some of the things are surprises and some of the things you can pick to say this or that. I want this baby. Give it to me. You know, yeah. it's great. Totally. Bottom line, go get it now. Use coupon code SIP for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's coupon code sip for ten dollars off your first box at fabfitfun.com so normally 49.99 you'll get it for 39.99 and it has a value of over 200 do it we can't stress it enough okay okay rant and rave 2019 edition on a separate note 2019 edition you go first ash okay so we kind of talked about last week bringing maybe our you know highs Highs mm-hmm. from the year, what we're looking forward to next year, we thought we'd bring high and low kind of rant and rave style it. I have a few things that I'm just going to run through. So my overall rant and rave for 2019 is my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Rant because I hate being pregnant. There are some things that make, you know, pregnancy just, it's just not my jam, makes my life a little bit harder. It is also my rave. It is the best thing that I did this year. It is the most incredible miracle that I can carry a baby, that my body is doing everything that it needs to. It is getting really cool. I mean, even though I, it's like, you know, I can't bend over and I'm breathless and like I have trouble putting shoes on. Every time I feel him move, I'm just reminded like how freaking cool it is, you know, that we get to build humans. So 
that's my overall rant and rave. That's going to be the theme of 2019 is this pregnancy. But I had some other really good moments. My top coach celebration that they did for me, my company did for me in July. John and I getting our marriage back on track. If you've been around for a while, started off last year was really hard and then started off really hard and we're at probably the best place we've ever been. This podcast has been one of the highlights of my year. So much fun to do this with you, to see how many people are loving it, embracing it. We thank you guys so much for that. Revy was such a joy this year. Like me becoming a mom and just kind of growing more into that mom role every, you know, month or whatever. It's really cool watching the world through your little one's eyes. So that's amazing. And then I had, you know, I kind of with this pregnancy took the last half of this year off and just chilled. And so many people on my team just kept going at the pace that I was running at and they're crushing it. And it's really rewarding to see so many people that you've, you know, been cheering for and mentoring, just kind of take the reins and run without me, like, you know, without needing me really. So those are, those are my top five moments for the year. I guess we're supposed to start with rants first, but whatever. That's no, what, that's okay. yeah, it was good. I don't this know. My all, rant, I don't have rant. Kind of segment. My rant is the, well, the downside the pregnancy. of pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. But it's also the race. Yeah. But did you do what you're looking forward to? Yeah. So I don't have like one thing because I don't know what life is going to bring. Yeah. I'm most looking forward to meeting this little guy and just, you know, yeah. seeing who he's going to be and who I'm going to be. I'm looking forward to meeting him and the new me because there's a birth of us that comes after, you know, you deliver. I'm, I put in here completing our family. I'm just going to keep throwing that out to the universe that there is not going to be another <laughs> pregnancy or baby <laughs> in our world. So, you know, and it feels like this will be a close, I'll be closing this chapter of the baby making. Yeah. And now we just move forward into the future of, you know, nurturing our little family. We have a trip to Bora Bora in May that so it'll be a few months after he'll be like three months old that I'm really looking forward to. It'll be without him. Just John and I are going and I'm really looking forward to getting back to myself, like getting my mojo back yeah. being kind of the, I've, I spent a lot of time recharging this year and I'm excited to take that hopefully recharged yeah. uh, Ashley and do really big things next year with the podcast, with my own life, my family, you know, with everything. So it's not what it's yeah. all very general because I don't know what next year is going to hold with this new life phase that we're heading into, but I'm excited for a lot of it. I love that. Yeah. Love it. This was a good idea. What's cool is like, I think this year has been a lot, you know, for both mm -hmm. of us. And I've really loved this podcast, like, because it, I don't know, just being in touch every mm -hmm. single week. And yeah, like I'm proud of us like, for that, actually. That's why it made, yeah. I mean, not only do I look forward to it and I like it, but I'm proud that we've made the commitment. I mean, I've totally fallen off on posting on our Instagram, guys. I, you know, take ownership for that. But that we show up here every week when things are hard, yeah. you know, when life's busy and chaos and things going on. Like, it's cool that, I mean, luckily we look forward to it. But it, I am proud of us for doing this like building this little this podcast has always been about prioritizing our friendship mm -hmm. and as you were talking about you know your highs and lows of the year it was like 
I don't know. Selfishly, I'm like, I'm glad we were there for each mm-hmm. other in every high and every low every week. And I feel closer was, to you yeah. now than I ever have, probably Same. because of this, because of the things that we've mm-hmm. not not only seeing you every week, but the things that we talk about. And it's been really cool. Yeah. 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 And as I talk through my highs and lows, there's not a single thing you missed out. On. Yeah. Right. You know, like I didn't miss out mm-hmm. on a single thing. Mm-hmm. And it, if we didn't have this, we would have yes. missed out on all mm-hmm. of it. And I, I, it doesn't make me sad to think about that because that didn't happen, right. like, which is really yeah. cool. Okay. Like, this was one of the hardest years of my whole life. And my rant, you know, is just that there were times that, like, it was just really hard. And a lot of that was just all the layers of – it was like we were stressed out a lot this year and then you know just when I think about the beginning of the year like being pregnant and not knowing where we were going to live not knowing mm-hmm. if Ben was going to be able to get into a daycare trying to coordinate all that stuff and and then just not really knowing what to expect and I'm a control person mm-hmm. and then you know putting our house up for sale and doing open houses when he was just a couple weeks old and that just was madness. And then the postpartum stuff that hit me way harder than I could have ever Mm -hmm. thought and moving and then all the deaths. And you guys have all heard about all this, especially if you're ever on Patreon, because there was like a month where I think I cried every Mm -hmm. week on Patreon. But like all of those things happened and I'm the happiest right now that I've Mm -hmm. ever been. Like we just lost really important people in our lives and put our dog down and I'm still the happiest I've ever been because I think I've emerged out of this a stronger person. I know I can like really handle shit. Mm -hmm. I can like feel things deeply and I really like who I am more than I've ever liked. I love who I am as a mom. I love who Mm -hmm. I am for Ben. I love fighting to be a good wife. I've never like struggled with mm-hmm. that, but like thinking about it and really trying to show up for Chris and cuz there've been really difficult times this year like in our marriage because of all the stresses, you know, that have been around us and we've had to really fight hard to like not isolate ourselves and to keep showing up mm-hmm. for each other. And I also really love like it was all worth it. Like I love our neighborhood. I love where we live. I love that we're starting to experience memories here and create like it was Christmas hit me in a different way this year. Um, and you talked about this earlier, but it was like, it hit me like, it already hit me that I'm a mom that's been happening. But then like, wow, we're creating his Mm. childhood. Like what a, what a cool, magical, meaningful, big experience. Like how lucky am Mm -hmm. I to be able to like do this? And so I mean, yeah, the biggest high of my year was Ben and it was all Mm -hmm. worth it. Like all of it is worth it. And these experiences that I'm having are ones that I'm meant to have. And there's not always like a reason that's obvious. There's not always and there doesn't need to be like I can just put sometimes you just like put one foot in front of the other and just keep your heart open and like keep keep trying every day, even if it's hard. And I learned so much this year and I'm like so grateful for having to dig deep and let go of who I was and embrace and love who I am now, which is like a person that's like even more loving to other people now than I was before. And I really like like that about myself now. 
I'm really proud of us. So like not only showing up every week for each other and doing this podcast, but we were really low key about this. And I still think we need to celebrate this more in 2020, <laughs> yeah. but hitting over a million, million. listens. Yeah, like this little huge. podcast mm-hmm. hit over a million listens. Like with before like, a year. Yeah. And not it's including like Patreon. So like just the, this, major... just you guys on Tuesdays, right? Like, yes. Incredible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our SIP squad, you guys, like, yeah, it, this podcast has been like such a joy. And that was just like validating, like, wow, this was, this is like so cool that we built this, mm-hmm. you know? Because it is work too, yeah. like to bring content to this and the time and the energy. And it is like a labor of love. Mm-hmm. And there's love, but there's also labor. Mm-hmm. And to see it start to really become something is cool because it's, it will keep it going, you know? One of my favorite like memories besides the morning Ben was born because that just is a different level. Right. Like, that's a no. lifetime mm-hmm. thing. But I remember things were really hard and we were packing and like all these things. But then we got our keys to the new house. And even though things were really, really busy, we packed it then in the car and we drove through traffic and like got all we could find were mugs that were from like our camping box. And they were like these blue plastic mugs. And we got a bottle of champagne Mm -hmm. and we came into the house with that was it. And we were just we laid Ben down on the carpet. And I remember thinking like, oh, my God, we finally have carpet like to play, you know, because our old house was like a small house with just wooden floors. And we just had all this space and we just drank champagne in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and used the light switches for the first time and Mm -hmm. looked through the windows at sunset for the first time. And it was we walked through every room and it just was like cool because it took so much yeah. to like get to that moment. Mm-hmm. And it was like a year of survival, like mentally and emotionally. And I'm just really proud of myself this year yeah. for like making yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. And then coming out better at the end of all that. Something for next year, like I'm really excited for some adventures. I'm really excited for Taylor Swift next year. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be fun to get us back together in our drinking in our in our, in our natural yes. habitats yes chris and i are gonna plan a trip i think we're gonna go to singapore and we love adventures together and we haven't yes. done one in a long time and so i think when you said like i can't wait to feel like me again like that's a part of me that i'm mm-hmm. just excited to be able to do and it'll just be the two of us like we love ben but yeah. i'm really excited to like we also love each other so much that we want to do those kinds of things like so that mm-hmm. we can stay strong for Ben yeah. you know, and for each other. So, you know, I'm excited for new adventures and I'm I don't know what to expect for next year, but I know that I'm prepared for pretty much anything. So, yeah. so I don't know if like like I have just so much gratitude for this year because it's yeah. been so much been a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. It has been a teacher mm-hmm. and a life mm-hmm. changer. Every real part of my life has changed. And so it's been like trans, it's literally been transformative. Yeah. So, and I'm grateful to it. Thank you, 2019. It's awesome. You guys should hey, do this exercise too, because it's pretty yeah. fun. I've been seeing a lot of memes go around about how shitty 2019 was. But I think for all of us, I mean, you had a very hard year and you can find bright spots if you look for them. So I think it's a good exercise for everyone to do. What, yeah. you know, what are you grateful for from this year? And what are you looking forward to next year? It felt really good for, you know, for me to do and to hear yours. And so you guys, I ch- we challenge you guys to do this too. And if there were things that didn't go great, like it could be like life stuff that was really hard, but if it was like something you didn't do well, or like a f- quote unquote failure, like never waste one of those. That's like the good stuff. Mm-hmm. You can 
really learn a lot and become better and never waste one of those. So yeah, yeah totally do this exercise. You guys, we love you. So, so much. much. One of our oh highlights of 2019 is you. And you we guys. will see you be safe tonight. Yes. Okay. Number one. Bang your pots and pans. Run around your house. And we will see you in 20 freaking 20. We will see you next Tuesday, next year. You yeah. can sip with us always. You can sip, sip with us majorly always. tonight. We have high expectations yeah. for you guys. The we love you. Bye. Bye. Want more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.